interfering can get a free on bus and ride. G'day everyone, you're with Maddie LeBrand on Solent to Rhyme. We've just been listening to a heap of bluesy stuff. Oh, we went had just had Robert Johnson there, me and the Devil Blues, Dallas, Johnny Winter, Joe Walsh, Walsh with Rocky Mountain Way, Dark Was a Night, Blind Willie Nelson, um, Ed Bell with um, Manlish Blues, um, Sun House, Death of uh, Death Letter Blues, uh, Blind Willie McTell, I got the cro- I- <laughs> I got the Cross River Jordan, Hard Time uh, Killing Floor Blues, Skip James, Mississippi John Hurt, um, Make Me a Palette on Your Floor. I love that song. Memphis Slim with I Am the Blues. Also love that one. That's one of the ones that are mum, uh, out of mum's collection, actually. I'm going to ring Sneaky Pete from the Dark Web. You know, you're, you're, you're listening to Maddie LeBrant. Oh, we're about to talk NBA. Uh, around 7.30, o'clock uh, on a Tuesday night, usually we have the NBA Oracle and Sneaky Pete from the Dark Web and we talk about the NBA. Uh, the NBA Oracle's MIA tonight, but Sneaky Pete has a bit to talk about. So open that Sneaky, you there, mate? Yep. Oh, I'll tell you what, mate, we're flying. We're not flying solo without the Oracle. We're flying duo uh usually we're a trio uh mate i think we can get through it oh he's a big loss it's like Giannis. (laughs) so so if he's Giannis, am i chris middleton that makes me drew holiday i'm more of a i'm more of a brooke lopez you're now nah, you're PJ Tucker. <laughs> for sure. I do like you that. Are yeah. For sure, yeah. PJ Tucker. He actually plays my style. <laughs> Rough, Rough and, and ready. Yeah, yeah. Um, when I was playing basketball, they used to say, "Yeah, he's a footy player. He's trying to play basketball." <laughs> um, yeah, he's kind of got his build too. <laughs> Yeah, am I taller than him? Um, he definitely looks like he's outmatched there in terms of height, but gee. He- I'm going to give me a mojo here. I'm going to bring it back home. That's what I'm going to do. That was Lightning Hopkins with uh, Mojo Hand. We're going to try and get Sneaky Pete from the dark web back. Sneaky, are you there, buddy? Yeah, you there? Yeah, we can hear you, mate. Sorry about that. Uh, ever since I've been uh, doing my ransomware, the FBI have been trying to knock out my internet. But mate, I thought a man of your stature on the dark web would have counter moves and counter moves to their counter moves to make sure that this never happened. Mate, this isn't an, an episode of you know CSI or anything like that. You know, these things take time. I had a backup system. I had to flick a switch. I'm back. FBI oh, can't keep me down. No, they can't. Of course not. Now, where we lost you was you were a bit, just about to ask me a question, mate. Um, I forget what it was. <laughs> uh, PJ Tucker's 6'5". Oh, is he? Okay. Yes. Yeah. yeah, so a little taller than me. I'll give him that. Just a touch. <laughs> but but, but in, in like average bloke height, I'm probably equivalent to 6'5 in the NBA. Is that fair to say? Yeah, if if the NBA was yeah, if you 
the differentials in height across the NBA, yeah, yeah, yeah. you'd you'd probably be in the PJ Tucker range. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so yeah, mate, I'll pay that. So <laughs> so anyway, we've we've covered that. The Oracle's off tonight. He's um, reading Matilda. <laughs> yes, um, and you know what? Sometimes you have things you got to do for your family that you know transcend basketball. Oh, sometimes you got to do some of the things you got to do for your friends. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Love you bent over sitting the floor for the week. Oh, I'll tell you what, just on that, mate, I um, recently did a, a once-over clean. The, uh, the, 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 the Riverside Hacienda is um, starting to get a little more comfortable, and I recently got the old Panasonic um, 25-year-old vacuum cleaner out and, and gave the place a bit of a once-over and tied it up and, and got all the paint um, droppings off the lino and off the off the hardwood floors or whatever and spent oh, probably a good day and a half on my knees sort of getting everything, the floor cleaned up at least anyway, sanding back a few areas and re-oiling them. And I'll tell you what, it's coming up pretty well. I'll tell you this, though. So, Did you find any staples? <laughs> no staples. <laughs> but... um. Safety's been into me about, I need a Dyson. I need a Dyson. Maddie. you know, that Panasonic thing is shit. And I thought to myself, look, I'm going to give it one more chance and I'm going to see if it'll suck the things in between the, uh, the, the floorboards. The, the floorboards, yeah. Nah. Nah. So... You I'm, think a Dyson could do it? Well, I'm willing to give it a go. Isn't Dyson all name? Well, that's what I thought. Um, but I have it on good authority uh, from someone that does a lot of vacuuming that that thing will do the job. So anyway, the those ball ones are on special at the moment for three ninety nine. I thought, you know what, I'm just gonna you know lay the smack down and have a go. And I did weigh it up about would I be better off just getting someone in to do it, you know, once a fortnight or whatever, and you know <laughs> pocket pocket the money I would have spent on the the, the maid. <laughs> Why don't you get yourself a butler as well? No, well. <laughs> Living a busy lifestyle, like the ha- having a little bit of help around the place, you know, is probably not a crazy thing. And the money I'd save on the vacuum cleaner, and you know, not to mention the the hours saved, you know, might work out me coming on top, outsourcing that. You know, it's like an outsourcing society at the moment, so mm, it's possible. But I decided to, you know, go down that route and get myself a um a ball thing. So well, we'll see what happens when it turns up. I'm hope it'll do the trick. But anyway, what I'm the the big picture is it's looking good, Pete. It's looking good. The the work we did laying the foundation. Had to go back and do a little bit of spot work here and there, as we knew at the time. You know, it was it was rough and ready. It it got me in what we did. But it came time for a little bit of finesse. And I did finesse. A little bit of finesse work over the weekend. Um, and, and, and I could do that while I was watching basketball. So that was good. Which games you watch? Well, what do you did think? you did you see um the future Hall of Famer Chris Paul's performance the okay. day after <laughs> you and your brother yeah. slammed him on this very program? Not enough. I, he declared <laughs> the Oracle was furious. Yeah, I'm changing my tune on Chris Paul again. That's two weeks in a row. <laughs> I'm flip flopping. <laughs> I actually think stuff him being a future Hall of Famer, making him a Hall of Famer now, before the Put him final, in now, yeah. <laughs> before the final 
before the final round, before the final, you know, uh, series against um, a Giannis-less Bucks, and just call it. You know, uh, they're talking. They're talking about him being the greatest ever leader, the point god. Um, he's worked his way through a bunch of teams that have been missing their stars. Um, he's proved it to me. He, he's got the. He was there when other teams fell apart with injury. So, you know, you've got to give him that. That's got to be worth a Hall of Fame ticket, surely. Yeah, oh, the the flopping, sure. Like, end an Academy Award. Hall of Fame and an Academy Award. Ask Boogie. <laughs> <laughs> is, there a hall, is there a Hall of Fame for acting? Sure, he's got a star. Chris Paul, star on Hollywood um, Boulevard. Yeah. Get him his own, you know, gold star. He can it, be there next to Trump. What, what's he got to do to get into the next um, Disney movie? You know, well, that's why. Yeah, he's 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 gonna he's his career after basketball. You watch, it's just gonna shoot for the stars. Acting, he'll be he'll be a renaissance man. He'll be in everything. He'll be putting artwork at um, Sotheby's. You know, he he'll be doing all sorts. I've he'll actually, be appearing in TV shows. They'll be getting him on for testimonials. Yes, <laughs> like he'll be hosting roasts. Roast. Yes, I, I actually had a, another idea of a way he could go. He could actually become a semi-professional at like falling over in public, slipping on floors and things like that and doing insurance jobs. <laughs> I reckon he's going to go into a commentary team. Commentary, yeah. I, I reckon he'd be a colour guy. Yeah. I don't know, mate, but hey. They love, put, they love putting pe- like players that they hate on commentary teams. Like, who Richie liked Miller. Reggie Miller, right? Yeah. Really, who? Yeah. No one Is there anyone outside Indiana that liked him? No, not me. <laughs> there you go. So, Chris Paul, you watch. Marv Allen retired, so, you know, he, Marv, sorry. Merv Marv, Albert? Yeah, Merv Albert, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Retired. Yeah. So, there you go. He could be the voice of basketball. The future Hall of Famer, Chris Paul, could be the, the, the voice of basketball. Well, you never know. Maybe, but I can't see him being a play-by-play commentator. I more see him being a colour commentator. But I'll, I'll take your point. I actually watched a... Um, went down a rabbit hole on YouTube and watched this thing about this guy, Drazen Petrovic. You ever heard of him? Croatian nope. dude? No, nope. sounds like a guy I used to go to high school with. But <laughs> Yeah, exactly. What's he, what's he up to these days? <laughs> I haven't uh, seen him for years. Yeah. Um, he's into metal. Um Ah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, he was a guy that was like the best player in Europe, um, playing professional basketball at 15, came over to the NBA at 25, joined the Blazers. Um, they didn't give him any minutes. Then he went to the Nets, um, possibly got on the juice on the off season and pumped up and got, you know, fit and bulked up. And then he came back and he started carving up. So... You know, had like massive games where he'd sort of um, be taunting Reggie Miller, taunting um, Michael Jordan, uh, giving a bit of lip, uh, having big games. Uh, and then when he sort of, at I think it was 25, something like that, was reaching the peak, you know, hitting, you know, having like, you know, 30, 40 point um, games in, in playoff series and whatnot. And went to Europe to go play in a um, European game for Croatia uh, to get into some sort of European title or something like that. 
and was driving back from, I think it was somewhere like, um, anyway, driving back from somewhere to home and died in a car accident. And, you know, he was an absolute gun. Anyway, Reggie Miller said that the best shooter that I ever played against was Draven Petrovic. But he also, but Miller also considers himself the best shooter ever in the NBA. That Petrovic was the best shooter that he played against. Um, it was just interesting to hear. Speaking Reggie. of juice, mate, did you see that photo of Michael Carter Williams? No. <laughs> you didn't even see that story. Michael Carter Williams posts this thing on Instagram and he is looking cut. That happened last time too. Uh, he's looking ripped as. Really? And 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 Mo Mo Bamba comments on the um on the picture. I won't tell you what he said. He said, "Hey, hey, this no, what do you say? This N word." Is gonna get us all drug tested, really? And the guys drug something along those lines, and they drug tested him the next day. Really? <laughs> yeah. Look it up when you got a chance. <laughs> look, he should. I don't know what he's been doing. <laughs> he's been lifted. Is Michael he, Carter Williams lifted. Is he yoked up? Is he? Oh my god! <laughs> it's like a transformation. Really? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna have to look into that one. Um, I'm just trying to look it up now, and I was just I'm typing in Michael Carter Williams before and after. Is just that... put ripped. Okay, ripped. Um, um, yeah, that that was a a great game. I thought by uh, future Hall of Famer Chris Paul the day after you, you guys bagged him. Yes. Did you watch that game? Yeah. Yeah, that was that was that was great. So sometimes I like Pat Bev, but Ooh. sometimes you like it get him to come up and yeah, Pete. I just had a look. Yeah, that's a huge <laughs> difference. It'll be interesting to see the results. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, so they don't know what happened yet. Oh, no, he could. <laughs> he joked about it with Mo Bamba. He said, "Oh, no joke, bro. They're coming around right now." I don't know. I mean, you know, players can do that. God, the amount of protein the kids eat these days. Yeah, and that'd be all right. I want to see his legs. I want to, because yeah. the photo I only saw was, was his daughter. Did you skip leg day? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> mate, I hope he hasn't skipped leg day because that is a classic. It's going to be awkward. That's a classic upper, um, upper body of a guy that skipped leg day, but we'll just see what happens. Well, um, if he'd been doing the whole body, mate, why wouldn't he have a full length? Because this was his coming out party. Can I just mention, I had a little bit of a leg day story during the week. Do you want to hear it? Um, is it as riveting as your vacuum cleaner story? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go on, hit me with the so, hit me with your leg day. So, <laughs> what'd you do? Climb a ladder. <laughs> so, I've been I've had the same pair of track pants, a couple of same pairs of track pants on rotation for getting close to twenty years. You've had a pair of track pants that lasted twenty years. Multiple pairs. They're on rotation. Oh. So the elastic's okay. gone in them. So, so you bought them, like, the millennium happened and you just went out and bought yourself some Tractidacs? Mm, not quite, but close. Yeah, just after. Sort um, of bring, yeah, bring in the millennium with the... Some be- Where did you get them from? Best and less? 
What kind of track you Dave? Are these the in sport Adidas okay. or are we talking one, Lowe's one Manhattan? Yeah, no, okay, I've got one pair that's Russell Athletic. Tell me you got tell me you got a pair of cappers. Oh, mate, I've, been looking, I've been looking for a pair of cappers. I told so if I'm looking for a pair of cappers and she's looking at me. Fubu? What? Who are they? Tell me fubu. And I said, Cappers. You don't know about cappers? You know, I can rip the sides down, you know, get out of them quick if I've got to do something. She goes, when have you ever got to do anything that quick? And, and, I, and I said, well, um, having the ability to have that as an option is what I need. It's not necessarily that I'm going to use it. It's knowing that I can. You know, like if I see someone steal someone's handbag. Peace of mind. You know, and I'm going to have to chase after them. Boom, rip them off and bolt. You know what I mean? And go get them. Um, but anyway, so long story short, uh, all these track pants and now got no elastic in them and they're falling down. You chuck your mobile phone in your pocket, which, you know, is now a brick these days with these big, eye, like large iPhones and stuff. And they drag your pants down you, and you, 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 your butt's exposed. So she's like, go get some new track pants. So I went into um, Coastal Curves in there in Nambucca. Love it. The Great shop. store. Yeah, one of my favourite Friendly, Friendly people. Friend, oh, definitely. And, um, and the first thing they give me are skinny leg track pants. Oh, slim. Slim fit. And You're not a slim fit guy, man. Sorry. Dude, it was almost like leggings. And, <laughs> and I said, look at this. And I, just, and I just raised the right leg and, said, and sort of had a little bit of a calf flex. And the thing was almost splitting at the seams. And I said... This is not made for people with a lower body, you know, from the waist down that I have. A PJ Tucker type. Yeah, exactly. They're not made for exactly. PJ Tucker. PJ Tucker ain't yeah. wearing slim. And, and they were tight, man. And I said, look, no, 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 it's not for me. <laughs> so so we had to try a few things on anyway, and I found something. But do you remember when all those tight track pants were coming in in, in the soccer, you know, and they, and they went from, you, you've seen it, you know, where, where you know Chelsea used to have the, you know the normal kits and then next thing you know everything's like tight tight oh the jerseys and stuff yeah tight, tight track pants as well you know when they're warming up and stuff i'm thinking you know these guys are a svelte they're not you know built for bulk they're not powerlifting body type people you know the pendulum will swing back because the 90s was all baggy man extreme bagginess yes. in the 90s would have to you know It'd have to change. You know, there's only one place to go. You can't get more baggy. So <laughs> gradually over the last, you know, 30 years, it's been going into the tightness. And now we're at peak, peak tightness. tightness. I think peak tightness was last year, actually. Yeah, I think the worst is over. <laughs> I think we've, we've hit peak tightness and we're now starting to expand. Um, and I, I, I love your story and all, but I'm calling it a bit of bullshit here. No. I, knew, I knew you 20 years ago. 20 year ago, track pants. You ain't fitting in. They'd be tight on you these days. Yeah. I remember your body. You used to run the 100 in, what, 13 seconds? 12. Um, I'll say this. Back in those days, though, I, w- I was ha- living in the hangover of bulk... Of, um, of baggies. Of, were they called keppers? Keppers, yeah. Yeah, all that. Yeah, keppers jeans. I, I was living in that world, right? So Mustard. I bought, I bought, yeah, I bought track pants to suit, you know, because I was still living in the 90s. Um, but anyway, so they hung around, they grew with me, but the elastic eventually failed. So anyway, long story short, 
I have no issue with legs. It's all upper body issues now in terms of conditioning. My, my leg, if, if I could potentially still, like uh, the hair's an issue, but I could still potentially be a leg model. <laughs> oh, I've seen better calves. <laughs> There's better calves around. Maybe, yeah. But I'll put it this I'm way. I'm sure Luke, I'm sure someone like Luke or Daz, they, will, they, will, they would say that they'd have you covered on the calves. I'd love to see it. This has been a topic before. I know. I'd love to see it. But I'm just saying uh, that when it comes to this sort of area, that's that's not a problem, is, is the lower body. Um, and, and I'll say this, that when I went to go, um, I was getting back into the squash again, I went and bought myself some uh, curry, Steph Curry uh, ankle guard and knee guards. For, so I figured I've had the knee reco. I've got the ankle problems. I'll get two knee guards, two ankle guards, you know, get myself set up for squash because it's a high impact in terms of change of direction and that. And I sent the lady my measurements and she said, you've measured yourself wrong in an email. I've sent you the next size smaller uh, and you'll be right with that. You've done something wrong. Sent it, couldn't get it on. Just couldn't get it past the knee. And I sent it back to the lady. Or I sent her an email. I said, hey, these, you know, mediums or no, these larges you sent me don't fit. And she said, I can't believe you're an extra large in knee guards. That is usually the realm of professional athletes. And I said, well, <laughs> well you know, if you want to see a video of me trying to get these larges on, I'll <laughs> gladly send it to you. Anyway. Put it on the website. Yeah. You know. It would go viral. So, obviously, I sent them back free of charge, get the, the larger size sent up, the XLs. But, um, yeah, she, she couldn't, she just could not believe it in all her years of uh, sports, uh, you know, guard, yeah. sport guard selling, you know, or appendage selling guards. She had never anyway, come across this before. Back to basketball. Yes. Did you hear the good news? Oh, there's been plenty of it. Um, Once upon a time, like every now and then, sorry, you'll come across something out of the blue that you shouldn't have known or should have been on top of, but it comes across and you hear it and it's a surprise and it makes you happy. Matisse Thibel is Australian. <laughs> yeah, I heard about that. <laughs> where, did, where did that come from? How did I not know this? So I, I, I whack on his wiki page, yeah, and there it is. He's a dual citizen. He's been selected for the Booners. What? <laughs> how good is that? <laughs> so, so how did um, like where's he from? Did you look into it at all? Um, yeah, he was born in America. He came out here when he was a kid. Stayed, for, stayed for about seven years. Yeah, and um, went back. Yeah, but <laughs> he's Australian. So, <laughs> um, how? Why did he come out here? Was his dad a player, or I don't know. I, I just briefly went over. I was. I had tears of joy after Ben Simmons turns his back. He's going to work on his jump shot. He's got a new girlfriend. Yeah, he's at Wimbledon. 
Yeah. <laughs> you and Nick Krios are you know, hanging out. <laughs> you know what I wondered about that? Is it possible that Nick is doing some hand-to-eye coordination drills with him? And he is actually working on his game. Well, Nick Nick fancied himself as a basketballer. He's jealous. Really? Yeah, like he, like it's funny when you listen to him talk. He's like, I could be playing basketball, but a t- tennis doesn't interest him. He's one of those guys. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you can tell him and Bernard Tomic like they're, 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 and they look like Ben Simmons. All the talent in the world. But you know, almost. Is it is it because um his old man got him into it and that's like he just yeah that's what he it? said especially with um Tommy. He records it's that. Really. Yeah. But um yeah what a what a what a thing to wake up to yeah Matisse I love Matisse you you'll like him too once once Matisse is on your side yeah you'll go oh man, I love having this guy on my side. Well. He's a little bit funny looking. What do you mean? I'm a little funny looking. What do, what do you mean by funny? Uh, I can't quite put my finger on it, but there's something about him that's a bit funny looking. And my mind goes to the chin, but I don't know why. Um, Yeah, I don't know, man. There's just something about him. I love his blindness, mate, and I love him. Okay. You could, who knows what he looks like? But when he's out there running around with his long arms, getting stuffs, taking, making steals, hitting the odd three-pointer, yeah, I like him. Uh, th- there is a history. There's a guy named Damien Martin that uh, was a uh, basketball player for Australia um, and quite an accomplished uh, NBL player, really good defender. There is a, a little bit of history there with, um, you know, good NBA, well, sorry, not good NBA, but good basketball defenders. Like, if he's the next sort of best defender to come along for Australia, he's probably taking over Damian Martin's um, role because he's, um, Damo's probably retired now or retiring. Uh, yeah, okay. Well, I think it's good. Having great I reckon it would, be, would have been like a perfect time to it's a shame it would be perfect time to to throw ben simmons in at center for the oh, australian team i definitely would have. like if you've got tyball on the perimeter and you're also going to have ingles and patty mills like the starting five was starting to sound all right yeah <laughs> for australia like yeah you're, you're dante's playing so this we got some players um delhi's there as well so he's we got some Dilly, players. Dilly fit? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, okay. But um, he should be. He's had a month off. Oh, did you see? Speaking of fitness, I can't believe Giannis is walking around. Yeah. How many times have you seen that knee go like that? That that's it for a year. And he bounces back up and walks unassisted into the locker room and comes back out. Then walks back in. What uh every you know the the whole world held its breath, but I don't know if he's gonna come back. You don't reckon? Oh, I don't know. That knee went into a, an awful, awful position, and knee 
these people tend to lie about injuries too. Look at Leonard, you know. So, mm, I don't know. I hope he comes back. Because if he doesn't come back, I think the Suns have got it. I think the Suns have got it easy if uh, Giannis isn't in the team. Yeah, definitely. Um, Feigl's mother, Elizabeth, died um, in 2015 after battling acute... Leukemia, I think she had. Yeah, when he was 17. Uh, Yeah, it doesn't say much about uh, why the why the whole Australian thing happened, but I'm going to look into this. Um, so, oh, ooh. Um, he's helped Haitian people after the um, big earthquake they had there too. So, yeah, um, sorry to butt in there. Keep going. About what? Well, what you were just saying. I just, I just was talking about Giannis's injury. Oh, yeah, so... Knee injuries like that, um, hyperextension, he's obviously... Could you say he's the most supreme athlete in the world at the moment or close to it in terms of athleticism, fitness, you know, that type of stuff? Or, like, in the discussion, in terms of athleticism? Yeah, considering his size. Because yeah. you'd have a lot of the fight. The UFC fighters will be up right up there, but they don't have his size. No. So, the, so then the question is... What is a Giannis on one leg with the other leg taped up look like? Oh, I don't know because if you saw position. if you saw Trey Young on the court in game six, it was it wasn't fun to watch. He had no spring. No. He was he had all all kinds of kind of turnovers. I don't know. I don't think it was worth having him on like on the court. They had to give it a go, though. Didn't help that Kevin Herter couldn't hit the side of a barn. Like, it was... And they... But, you know, the Hawks, they... They rallied. They rallied to oh. within eight. And, yeah, but then... Yeah, it was just a bridge too far for them. So, I hope if he if he's not 100%, I hope he doesn't play. Because it makes for ugly... Like, it makes for an ugly sight. Okay, if if you hope he doesn't play, I'm actually no. I hope he plays, but I just don't hope he's hundred percent. Oh, mate, how many guys are hundred percent? There wouldn't be many. Oh, you know, I'm game ready. Yeah. Um. I hope he's game ready. If you if you can't if you can't jump, what mate, what what's he gonna do? What I'm getting at is him on one leg can still dunk, can still do something. Even if they tape him up to, you know, where, he, where you know, his knee's just, like, fully taped up. Right? He ain't going to be Euro-stepping. He's, he's not going to be fast. Like, he's going to... Oh, I don't think he'd be any good. Like, he, look at him. He's all spins and steps and speed. Like, one leg? What's he got? An outside shot? You're not going to... And he's a liability at the free-throw line. Okay. Um... He's had a like <laughs> poor old Ben Simmons. Line, yeah. uh, what's Ben Ben Simmons did all his misses in the playoffs? <laughs> he didn't airball <laughs> a free throw, and he didn't do it twice in one game. <laughs> Not so, Pete. I went I went down to the court after you bagged me out, saying there's no way I'm shooting sixty th- percent um, from the free throw line, and I went and had another crack at it just to prove you wrong. 
um, and shot 20%. So you proved me right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that time. backfired, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> didn't it? And I was like, nah, I'm just, whatever it is, I'm going to come out and say it. Yeah, two from 10. But Are you jumping? Or no, you, you got both your feet planted? Both my feet planted. However, there's a bit of a spring in the knees and, and through the butt. Um, I've got a rhythm. But in saying that, after, like, I did it, okay, this is for all the marbles. Here we go. Ten in a row. Let's see what I can do. After that, I did kept shooting around a little bit and then had another crack. And I did go through a stage where I hit four in a row. Um, so streaky, I guess you could say. But definitely not having the pressure on me that Simmons has. Um, you know, I was surprised that um, Indiana thought a draft pick and, and Brogdon was going to get it done to get him there. But if that's a going rate, you know, the Philly's just got to hang on to him. I've got a question for you. Yeah. 2018 draft. Mm. Everyone's saying, yeah. you know, with the Suns and uh, I think it was the Kings, where it went Aiton, Bagley, and then Luca. And that was considered one of the biggest misses. But is Luca Doncic guaranteed to even be in the finals? If DeAndre Aiton wins it, it justifies that decision, doesn't it? Oh. Of the 2018 draft of him going number one. Number one is a championship. Even the finals. You, yeah. you, you know, don't you not guaranteed to make it there? Yeah. Not with Dallas. Like Any, any team that wins... Look at Chris Paul. Look at future Hall of Fame with Chris yeah. Paul. 16 yeah. seasons. First time. Dude, any team that wins a championship, the five or ten years leading up to it, we're all... All the decisions made were justified. You know, they won it. They did. Ten years? Oh, come on. Well, it's not a. It's not a short. I'll give you four or five, not ten. Uh, I don't think you can win a championship in four or five years. I think it's a. It's a long game you're playing, unless you're like a. You think Brooklyn are playing the long game? No, that's what I was going to say. Unless you're like a big market team, like like Phoenix aren't though. Phoenix aren't. Unless you're a big market yeah. team like in LA or New York, um, you know Brooklyn type team where you got um, huge stars wanting to come and play for you, uh, it's it's you're playing the long game, you know. And Phoenix, you know, have put themselves in a great position. What it's, a story! They were ugly. It's their ugly. It's, it's their competition to lose. You know. Yeah, their, it is. They're favourites. They're yeah. firm favourites yeah. too, in my opinion. Of taking it out. Like it's when I'm looking at the matchups, yeah, they all look pretty good for for Phoenix. Yeah, <laughs> they just do. Yeah, i i can't I can't see them um, losing it from here unless something crazy happens. But it's the NBA Finals, and crazy things happen. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, Milwaukee, without Giannis, have been relying on the third quarter of Chris Middleton in the games that Giannis has missed. Right. Like, he hasn't had the best final series. He just he just hasn't. He's been cold in first halves. And, you know, he's been, he's been 0, for, 0 for 6, 0 for 7s on a couple of games, I think. And um, 
if you have to rely on that, it's not you're not going to get it all the time. No. If that's what you're relying on, and I think um, I don't know who who'd, who'd be playing on Middleton in defense. They'd probably put Bridges on him, and yeah, that's annoying for Middleton. I think uh, depends. So you don't even you don't even know what's going to go on, and you know if Giannis is playing or not. It just changes everything. Yeah, I think uh, it, I, I actually can't wait. I'm contemplating is the first game tomorrow yeah it's tomorrow yeah i can't wait for it mate oh i who lines up i if okay i'm gonna give you my buck strategy are you ready sure don't play Giannis game one feel out phoenix see what they're doing game two tape up Giannis, even if he's right knees in some sort of cast you know what i mean and get him out there and try and win game two. Then get him to win the next two games at home. And then rest him. Get, let Phoenix try and win their home game. And then bring him back to try and win it at home. That's what I'd be doing. Yeah. So, I don't think, I they're, I don't think they're totally out of it. It all depends on, on Brooke Lopez. Oh really? Yeah, Brook Lopez playing fantastically well, and they find that you know he's been very successful playing down low and in the paint. Is Aiton gonna let that? So you put you're putting pressure on the kid. Mm. Well, put it this way, mate. Aiton had a plan on Jokic, and Jokic is you know twice the center that Lopez is, um, and Aiton kept him to you know reasonable scores, you know thirty odd or whatever. There's, you know, Lopez isn't in the same discussion. If Aiton does a similar job on Lopez, you know, what's he going to get? 12, 13, 14 points? I can't see him scoring big points. Uh, well, he, had a, he had a 31 the other day. It was pretty good. Yeah, but against Aiton, I don't know. Like, it all depends on the scheme. Mate, that's what I'm saying. The, the, the playoffs are great in, the, in that there's schemes, there's coaches out-coaching other coaches, there's players outplaying other players game after game and you know, six, six, seven games in a row, five games in a row, depending how long it goes for. Uh, that's where the interest comes, you know, like how are they going to make this work? Uh, okay. I think ho- having Holiday there defensively is a big feather in their cap. Yeah, they've been pretty good on defensive end. Very good, actually. But I think they're going to get destroyed on the on Phoenix's uh, pick and roll. I think um, I don't think they can outscore him without Giannis. Possible, you know. Like I don't disagree with you. It it it's the way it might end up going. But I'll do. I do my prediction. I think Devin Booker is going to get Finals MVP. Oh, I reckon he's primed. I would love he's been to see that. he's been hit in the face. You know, he's played second fiddle. A little bit to, to Chris Paul. Oh, sorry, sorry. Future Hall of Famer, Chris Paul. Yeah, the point guard. Um, the point guard. The best you, thing since you, best things basketball. Since don't you think they'll give it Spalding. to Chris Paul even if he, you know, averages, you know, just say he averages, you know, 16 points, eight assists and five rebounds and they win it. And he 
draws some fouls and does this and does that. They're going to give it to him, even if um, Booker's getting thirties, isn't he? Aren't they? Nah, no, nah, I don't think so. If he, if if Booker's score it averages high twenties, because he's been on the boards too, and he's been on this. Uh, I'm, I'm, I hope he does. Well. I think, I think Booker deserves it because Booker was there through the the lean years, he the was. shit years. Like he was getting pumped. Like he, he's, he deserves it. I hope he plays well. I really do. Yeah, I like I like Phoenix. I like them. I, I'll be. It's funny that the two the two teams that I thought would do you know keep an eye on almost got the finals together with Phoenix and Atlanta. You did mention that early on. Yeah, like <laughs> I can't believe it. That would have been. Imagine holding that ticket on the Quinella. God, that would be five thousand to one shot. Like <laughs> putting that put, putting that on at the start of the and year. And that bloody referee. Sticks his leg out in front of Trey Young and Trey Young rolls his ankle. <laughs> oh, yeah. Imagine you had that team. Especially when Giannis like, yeah. also got injured. Like, a, a fully fit Trey Young. Atlanta probably make it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what makes you think Phoenix because they've been, they had that Chris Paul injury, sure. And, um, but it kind of makes you feel like they're destined. It's their destiny. Yeah. To, to, to get it. Because it's a bit like Leicester when they won the Premier League. Yeah. yeah. It's almost like they haven't faced a team that hasn't had significant injury issues. Well, Atlanta aren't finished. Not by a long stretch. And I'll tell you why. If you saw the couple of games Cam Redditch played. Oh, yeah. He looks the goods. He did have a, he did a, a poor... Poor, you know, three or four minutes when he tried to take him on the on the drive against the whole team, came up with a couple of turnovers. Bit of rust. But I like the fact that he tried it. Like yeah, he said, stuff it. I'm going for it. Yeah. But you know, talk about taking over taking over a team and being a second year man. He looked good. Yeah. Yeah. He and the and the and the occasion didn't phase him at oh, all. Nah. Speaking of the occasion not phasing them. What do you reckon about Giannis being out and the rise of Bobby Portis? Well, Bobby Portis had my quote of the week I loved. He goes, I I love it, this town. Milwaukee's a blue-collar town and I'm a blue-collar player. And that's what he seemed trudging up the court. He's always trying. I like Bobby Bobby Portis. I like him a lot. Yeah. Um, like you, he's, he, you he, he I like a player that knows. He's a bit like a PJ Tucker. They know what they're good at. They, they, and that's what you get when they get to the finals basketball, isn't it? When you got your role players who just succeed at the role, like it's simple for them. You, you, like the coach says, you go out and you do this. Like PJ Tucker, you stick to Durant. <laughs> like you just stick to him like glue. I don't care if you foul it. Like how many fouls you are, you just stick to him. And it goes out there and performs above expectations with their performances. Yeah. You just like it. Yeah. You know, they're not no ego there. Yeah. I know what I'm here to do. I know what I'm doing for my for my four minutes. A classic role four. player, you know, yeah. a role. Like, but yeah. he also has the he also is the crowd lifter too. He's like when oh, to a lesser extent, like you remember when like Glenn McGrath would get like score runs? And the whole the whole stadium will go, yeah, like you know, he, McGrath got two through the covers, yeah, and like Bobby Portis is a bit like that. Oh yeah, we've got a block, 
<laughs> like, yeah, he, he, he posted up and did a spin move and a hook and landed it, and the crowd just goes wild. There's something about big guys in the NBA when they do good things. It's, it's more spectacular than little guys doing them. Well, and yeah, especially guys with limited, let's face it, like there's a, we're in the era of skillful big guys. So you'll see like a big guy, Euro stepping, spinning and all, but just a clunker like, uh, like Bobby Portis, you, you like to see, you like to see it. He's giving like a go. It. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll definitely back that. He said a lot to do. Yeah. Him lifting the side. He has a lot. It's like Pat Bev for the the Clippers. Those guys are worth the weight in gold as long as they keep their head yeah. in the in the finals. Yeah, I, I, Pat Bev went up a few notches in my book. Um, have you heard the talk that oh, you know, Kawhi is he going to resign or not? Is he going to yeah. you know turn it down? Uh, there's been talk. I I think he will stay. Like if he was there, I think they get through to the. Finals, don't they? That's not a guarantee. Not a guarantee. Not no, a, that's not, not that's not for certain. But like, but this, there's a question asked there. It's not like there's a, a question it's asked. Like but they'll totally a good pass. They weren't, you know, they're nowhere near it. You know, you add arguably, you know, one of the best five players in the game to a team uh, that you know narrowly misses out on the NBA Finals. Uh, I don't think he should be disheartened that, hey, this team can't get it done. Some people are saying, oh, well, you know, Lakers were injured, um, Brooklyn were injured, Nuggets were injured, you know, all the big three were injured. Um, you know, this was his chance, you know, to win one for the Clippers. I don't really buy that. I think we've. They reckon they he, he, they might be losing Reggie. That's the problem. If they lose, well, Reggie, someone's gonna someone's gonna offer him ten, at least more. Oh, you saw. I don't know if you'll get more than that. Ten, ten to twelve, fifteen, maybe. I can't see anything more than that. Could I you? Had a, I had a little thought to myself and thought this right. If you swap Reggie. For Porter Jr. Is that better for the Nuggets? Porter Jr. wants a max. And he won't get it this year, but the year after. But I, like, I don't think the, the Clips don't have space. No, no, I'm not talking about a trade. I'm talking about, well, the Nuggets don't offer Porter Jr. any money and say, hey, earn it. And we may or may not pay. Are we going to pay Reggie and have Reggie Porter Jr. Um, Murray once he comes good and Jokic in the finals? Could happen. What about Gordon? You just spent some money on him as well. Yeah, Gordon, yeah, he's still got a year to go. I'm just saying they could do it and not pay. Um, not I don't like I don't like these stars. I don't know their agents coming out now. Everyone should be talking about the Suns and the Bucks at the moment, and LeBron True. coming out crying. You know, I see. I told you so. When it comes to Giannis, like anyone who gets put in that position, me, that's got nothing to do with conditioning. What's that? Giannis's injury. Oh, Le- LeBron had another go. Look, yeah. basically to 
synopsis, oh, look at me, I was right, told you so about the injuries, when Giannis almost does an ACL, but that, you, you can't, no conditioning can, can prevent that. Like hyperextension, that's all circumstance. That's not, that's not nothing to do with conditioning at all. I just think, you know, everyone should be talking about the Suns and the Bucks because it's the Bucks, they're finally there. Like everyone's been expecting them. They got a they got a chance. It's a shame that yeah, there's a question mark over over Giannis. Either way, it's going to be pre- it's you know the people's the people's championship, small market teams, and both pretty good stories. If you ask me, Suns been the best story. They were horrible two years ago. Horrible. They stank. They were terrible. Yeah. And then they had that run in the bubble last year, and bang. No one said... Everyone laughed them off when they finished second. Ha! You know? Oh, yeah. Tenders. Suns, they'll be, they'll be blown out. They had a, some luck with injuries, sure. But, you, you know, there's enough talent... You need a bit of in luck. The, in the Clippers to beat them. Yeah. For sure. You there's enough. You've got to win the game. I'll say this about injuries, Pete. Um, I actually think those types of injuries of... Um, I'm not saying Giannis in particular... But watching these players, and I can vividly remember a number of the injuries, you know that that happened, you know to, um, you know Harden to, uh, Giannis to, um, the one that happened to, oh, what's the other Trey Young? Brooklyn Trey Young. What's the other Brooklyn player? Um, uh, Kyrie. Kyrie. Um, e- even to Jamal Murray. It's got nothing to do with Phoenix. Paul Paul Millsap had his moments. (laughs) Uh, um, But uh, when your muscles are under fatigue, that the stability of the joint, I reckon, is uh, there's less stability in the joint, and I think that the chance of strain injury to ligaments and cartilage is increased when the muscles are fatigued. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you that, but that, that had nothing to do with what happened to Giannis. Oh, well, okay, maybe, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that had nothing I'm to just, do with I'm that. I'm just saying that the amount, and, and like you only really think of the superstars, you know, or the big name players. Yeah. The amount like, of big name players that have gone down in the last couple of months it's got to be an outlier. Like, well, like look at the 76ers. Man. Like, everyone just well, like, brushed off the Denny Green injury. But, like, he was pretty important for the whole year for, like, every second game, Denny Green came good. Well, Embiid had an injury. You know, Embiid like, had a, the torn meniscus. Yeah. So, like, to say that, oh, you know, okay, I don't disagree with LeBron. Um, sorry, I don't disagree with your analysis of LeBron. Just you know, should maybe sit back and just wait for the season to, you know, uh, happen and enjoy it for what it is, and maybe save the analysis of you know the injuries um, in relation to the um, the amount of games they have to play in the period of time in the schedule. Maybe save that till after the season. Yeah, and the and the deals and the agents getting sniffing around. You know, who cares about the Kawhi deal? Who cares at the moment? I don't care. I don't care. I want to see who wins between the Suns and the Bucks. Yeah. Like, 
you like what do I care about the losers? You lost. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like you lost. You want to yeah. make it about yourself? Yeah. That's all. There's going to be plenty of time for that. It's going to be a it's going to be a fun fun off season, I reckon, with trades. There's going to be a few big ones around. You reckon? Oh, I reckon Lillard, uh, Lillard and uh, Ben Simmons, of course. Ben Simmons at the moment guaranteed to draw, you know, a lot of ink, as they say. A lot of writers are out there licking their chops about talking about a Ben Simmons trade. They've already started. I, I know which... you're not. I know you're not um, sort of thinking trades or whatever, and, and we're sort of focused on the season. But there was talk of um, Lillard to the Clippers for Paul George. Really? Mm. Mm. What would quite that would that that would, that would have a lot to do with the Lennon contract yeah. there? Yeah, Didn't they much. go there together? Yes. Wow. Yeah, that would be interesting. Mm. But then you know, Kawhi would probably want to play with um, Dame. Dame time would be pretty good. Definitely wouldn't be as good because Paul George is arguably the best wing defender in the NBA. Um, when you sort of add up his offensive ability, you know, there might be he better guys that are just defenders, but he's an offensive player as well as a defensive player. So, two way, I think Paul George went a long way to repairing his reputation in this final series. Like, he could have easily capitulated Big time. once uh, Lennon, but he actually. And it was close. He got him really, really close to winning. And as <laughs> like, I said, mate, with the, you know, you, you have arguably one of the best, you know, two, three, four players in the game coming back into your squad and you only just missed out on beating the Suns. You've got to be feeling pretty good about that. But Reggie Yeah, Gorn, especially when the, the Suns, you know, Suns team has the future Hall of Fame with Chris Paul in it. Well, yeah, and he actually wasn't injured, uh, you know, for once in the playoffs. Uh, yeah, with Reggie maybe one foot out the door, but, you know, it throws a little bit of doubt on them. But, uh, you know, guys like, say, you know, you start thinking about guys like Ben Simmons. Well, I actually think he might end up staying put. I don't, I don't think uh, Philly are going to realise the return for what they think he should be worth. Like, what would you sell low? The only time you'd sell low is if Embiid says, I'm yeah. going to ask for a trade unless you do something about this. As well, long as the beast is appeased, yeah. whether, you know, giving him, I don't know what you have to do, maybe ship on someone else, try get, I don't know, Tobias Harris didn't have the best series either, and but he could probably gain more in the trade than Simmons at the moment. His stocks are very low. They need to they need to look at the whole squad, and I and I think Ben Simmons is untradeable at his current value, and I think Embiid is obviously untradeable, and no one else should be off the table, and they need to freshen things up. They need to freshen things up, but it's not you know rab gravel for your for your hair. They finished first in the East. Yeah, like so they won a lot of games last season. They, last they season. need this they, season. They need to figure out how they're going to win in the playoffs. They need... Everything would be fine and dandy if Ben Simmons would take a shot. Who cares if he misses from 17 feet, 15 feet? Just take, The fact that he's not taking shots 
Like at the start of the season, you lobbed up a, I lobbed in a couple of threes, and everyone was funny. Same game as Dwight Howard, and everyone was laughing and falling off the chair. Like he can shoot. Like he, he's landed. He was two from two at the start of the season from three point. But get that, get a mid range jumper, and just take it to the rim. Who cares if like your free throwing should improve? Yeah, it did last season. Yeah, he just choked. He, he choked. It's mental. He choked. Everyone saw it. Okay. It was a choke. So someone who came, who's come from a, um, a team, you know, that's <laughs> like the, 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 if you want to say, you know, the St. George choking thing, and especially Ben Hunt, what does he need to do? Ew, to get... no, he wasn't at St. George when he, when he choked. That, but you bought a choker. <laughs> I'm just saying, what does he need to do to get that chokeness out of him? Mate, hopefully it's a couple of days at Wimbledon eating strawberries and cream, <laughs> hanging out with Nick. You reckon that's it? I don't know. I, it's here's the thing, Mister Simmons. You can you can choke at the free throw line, and as long as you're doing something else, no one cares. Look at Giannis. Like as long as he's attacking the rim, he's getting to the the basket, he's getting the boards. And no one is saying, you know, oh my God, his trade value has gone down. So if you suck at the line, you know, so does Giannis. They're counting down to 12. And he's airballing, airballing from the free throw line. Yeah. So, you know, there's other aspects of the game that you can do well. Just do them. He just won't take them. It's like gun shy. That missed dunk, he's he's not pulling up and at least trying trying a, a jumper try it yeah you might get it there's do, plenty other shitter shooters than you in the league that are taking jump shots do you believe in ben he's a he's a talent he's the best defender of of seen okay so you believe in him i believe yeah sure okay i want to throw a, a way left field idea out to you hasn't beads trade value ever been higher Who would you trade Embiid for? I don't like, know, but I'd be looking at playing Ben Simmons at centre, trading Embiid for a supporting cast and maybe mixing things up. That would never happen. Not possible? You, you, would, you have to be crazy. Ben's, ben will be traded 100 times over before Embiid. He's the runner-up and in some circles... You know, what could there you was get? a he only missed the some people's opinion. He only missed the you know the MVP yeah. by games missed. All right, so if, if you're saying that if you're saying that you believe in Simmons and he and like as you said he could be playing for Australia at centre, if he actually is a centre, really, a non-shooting centre, a dunker, a ball handling centre, and you had guards, shooters, and all that around him. Is it possible that that's his niche and you double down and just go, hey, we're back in Ben. Let's get as many great shooters as we can for Embiid and others. And so who would you get? Who would, who's the first player to come to mind? Would Dame Lillard come? You'd have to, yeah, like, end, end. 
and McCulloch. Oh, Lillard. Let's the, just say had, both of them. Let's say you had Lillard and McCulloch, <laughs> McCullen for Embiid, and oh. you had Ben Simmons playing centre, and then like five or whatever. Oh, I don't know. That's fantasy stuff. Is Never it? gonna happen. Well, I don't Why? think. I, I think. I think they'd burn down Philadelphia if they if they traded Embiid. For even, si- like, and kept Simmons. The, the, even the, for Lillard? Huh? Even no, there's no way. The, the population, they revolt. They really? sign another declaration of independence from the, the, from the 76ers at an independence just, hall. You know, Pete, I'm just saying, when you look, I'm known as a problem solver. Um, That's creating problems. That's creating <laughs> civil unrest. Is it really, though? Yes, <laughs> if you came, after the playoffs that just happened, yeah, if they turned around and traded Embiid and yeah. kept Ben Simmons, yeah. and that was the thing, oh, we're going to give Ben a, ben a go. Like, so effectively siding with the guy that can't hit a free throw yes. to the guy that, that hit the most in the league. Uh, <laughs> you look at... Um... It'd be a riot. <laughs> Wells Fargo would be burnt to the ground. Yeah, okay. But you look at someone like um, the Utah Jazz Center. Rudy. Rudy. Not a great three-throw shooter. Um, Great defender, however. They came out on top in the West. Now, who's to say that Ben couldn't be something similar as a center? Well... And, and they could switch got us every, to the top. Got got seventy sixes to the top of the east. They could switch <laughs> every position. Then, if you made a team where every player was switchable in defence, your Thibbles, your Ben Simmonsy type guys, and you use um, Embiid to fill in the gaps of, of the players around there with shooters, and and Lillard was part of that. You know, so you had a great scorer there. It's not a crazy idea i just it just came to me and i you know <laughs> you're gonna I'd face some, to know what the oracle some, thought some fury he's laughing he's laughing his ass off at the moment that's what he's doing yeah he's waking his sick little girls and yeah his wife is getting angry at him because he can't stop laughing right about now trade in bead and keep simmons my god sometimes you've got to think outside the square pete you'd be shot in philadelphia they are sitting in philadelphia right now are praying are praying that jojo's all right that the process is all right he's not going to request a trade they're praying even more of a reason to get rid of him no 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 simmons has got to change or trade that's it. You get you don't Simple you as don't lose you don't give away what would probably like who's in the top three running at the moment for the MVP for next year. If you were putting if the market was open for next season's MVP, Embiid would be like in single figures. Okay. Like so, I would, would consider would, it. Would, if would I was Simmons GM, be in the run? Would, Simmons be single figures for next year's MVP, playing centre where he's never played for Philadelphia, surrounded by shooters. I don't think 
they can win with Ben Simmons as a point guard, a playoff series and, and become champions, right? I don't think they're going to get good value back from him and they'll end up being a team with a good center and a couple of good players around him and they won't be good enough to win the playoffs, to, to win the championship. It is possible that with Ben Simmons playing at center and, and cashing in on Embiid, they could create a team that could challenge for a championship. I'm just saying. It is possible, if you think of it like that. Embiid's the one that's going to attract the player to come. A free agent. They're going to look at Embiid and go, oh, he's almost the MVP. Uh, if I go there, I might win a championship. Who? Embiid. No one's going to come play. No one's going to come, come play, play in playing Simmons at centre because we're going to have this Frankenstein of a team. Like, that. sorry, that's silliness. Really? Yeah. Who's going to come and want to play with Embiid? Who's, who's the, the mark? Any there? number of players. Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard. Uh, who? Um, Chris Paul when his contract runs out. Who, who's going who's gonna to be the, the glue that's going to... Who's going to come playing with fucking Ben Simmons at centre? Are you kidding? Mate, get yourself an uppercut. <laughs> have, another, have another drag of whatever you're smoking because <laughs> trading in bead is the stupidest... Sorry, mate. It's the stupidest decision that would ever happen in basketball. Trading in bead. Trading a crown jewel for what? A couple of, a couple of fringe players. You're what are you... Like, Lillard's going to come. You're calling Lillard a fringe player? Like, he's going to come. Like, 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 come. like Oh, it'd be to Portland. No. I, the more you talk, the more I'm liking it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> so the voice is in your head. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Post that on the on the Philly uh, Reddit. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. Damn. <laughs> Guys, I've got an idea. Yeah. I've got an idea. How about we trade in bead? <laughs> Keep Simmons. How about you? Um, <laughs> I'm just giving them ideas, Pete. You know. Well, yeah, should think harder. I don't think that's going to happen. Gonna I don't work. think. Okay. Uh, mate, on that note, I think I actually think that's a perfect note to finish this up on. Who are you who are you predicting win? You Phoenix? Well, mate, you know. I stick by my guns. I thought the Bucks were going to win it, um, you know, a couple of weeks ago. So I'm going to stick with that, and I'm going to hope. Really? I'm going to hope Giannis is superhuman enough to to come back and do something. Uh, yeah. This will be a very good opportunity to see how good that Bucks coach is, and you know he's had a bit of a glory run into this with things going his way. If he can't set schemes and minimize Phoenix's uh, ability with the players that he's got, especially if Giannis comes back. I am a little bit worried about his longevity. I'm pretty excited. I hope Giannis comes back. I hope he plays all right. Because I reckon it would be really close. And I reckon potentially it being one of the best we've seen for some time. Yeah, I can't wait. I yeah, can't it's going to be really good. Yeah. Should be. And, and so, hopefully no blowouts. But you're pretty hey, confident Phoenix is going to take it out? 
Oh, at the moment, yeah, they're sold favourites as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. yeah. Like, if, um, you know, it's, it's like, you know, if I was in the cattle yard, or the mounting yard, sorry, and seeing what Giannis is like, I might change my prediction, but... At the moment, we, we don't you have know the to truth, go. do we? we? We just know what we've been told about that. So, yeah, who knows? You know, strange things happen. He could come play game one and carve it up, score, go third, go triple double. Yeah, exactly. All right, man. All right. I will talk to you next week. Thank you very much. And we thank Sneaky Pete from the Dark Web for joining us. Uh, we've lost the Oracle tonight and uh, we soldiered on through it and hopefully got a bit of value there with the NBA this week. Uh, I'm going to play a little bit of Johnny Lee Hooker with Boom Boom. He tried to get him a couple of times during the show there, um, and I think he's just been dying after that. After that, I've got some Lightning Slim, some Lightning Jack, and some... Oh, I've got Eric Clapton and the Blues Breakers with uh, John Mile, and uh, I've got Through Has Gone, BB King, I Know What I Know, Paul Simon, Double Trouble, Leonard Skinner. So enjoy that, please. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you.